Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I'm your host, Natalie Green, and I'm so happy to have you here today. For this week's episode, I wanted to discuss some of the lessons and thoughts that I got from the book, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Now, this is a book you've probably heard of or seen on the bookshelves. It has been a top seller for a while, and I'll get into more of the reasoning behind why I wanted to go over those thoughts and ideas that were really impactful on me in the meat of the episode. So now I'll begin with what I've been into and what I've been up to as per usual. What I've been into. Now this one might be more intuitive for certain people, but for myself, this is something I'm really working on and practicing. And that is really listening to my body when I'm eating. Well, I've just struggled with portion control for a while now, especially if I help my plate, I'm going to clean my plate, whether or not I'm full. And I just want to be better in tune with my body and know and just listen, honestly, when I'm full. So I've been doing a better job of that at lunch. If I'm too full to finish the little wrap that I make, then I'll just give it to my boyfriend. Or if he doesn't want it, I'll just throw it away. And I also hate food waste, so that isn't great. So I'm also working on portion sizing because you can always get more you can't really put it back so that's just what I've been into is being more in tune with my body when I'm eating and not forcing myself to eat just because it's on my plate what I've been up to I'm really trying to embrace and be grateful for the summer now of course everyone is at some point grateful for the summer it's beautiful the sun's out you can be in the pool food's great and it's just a fun time But I do find myself recently complaining about the heat. I don't have any central AC in my apartment and it gets really hot at some points. I swear it's about 85 degrees in my apartment and I just find myself wishing for cooler days. And then I also catch myself thinking, okay, well, you were complaining when it was cold that you wanted some sunshine and you wanted some warmth. So it's just a little cycle of never being happy with the weather type thing. So I'm trying to take myself out of that mindset and remind myself that, hey, I wanted this. I love the sunshine. I love to be able to sit out in the sun and go in the pool. And I love the summer. Who doesn't? It's such a wonderful time of year. And it just seems like everyone's got a little bit more pep in their step. Maybe not too much because we're all hot, but it's just so much more lively and honestly full of life than the winter. So trying to embrace that and really just be grateful for every moment this summer. Now, jumping right in, I read this book a while ago, and I actually found it to be incredibly inspiring. It has been a bestseller for quite some time now, and I can truly see why. Jen has some really great examples, life lessons, and it's overall a very easy read. With all, quote, self-help books, which I like to view them more of self-improvement books, in my opinion... I always annotate as I go along to really help myself digest and internalize what I'm reading. Even then, it can be hard for me to remember everything that impacted me. So once I'm done reading that book, I like to go back through all of my highlights and notes and jot down a few words or thoughts on a Word document so that I can more easily remember or understand the original context and the impact that that thought had on me. So I decided that I would share those main points with you of You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero that really stood out to me. Also, there will be a lot of quoting throughout this episode. So all credit is given to Jen Sincero and her team. They did a great job. 
Now, we start with the topic of self-perception. Self-perception is truly a building block for anything that we want in life. If we don't perceive ourselves as capable or worthy, we aren't going to put in the work to achieve something. It is so vital that we change our self-perception to be positive and to really give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. There are four main thoughts from the book that really stood out to me here, and let's jump into them. Number one, try seeing yourself through the eyes of someone who admires you. You can view this admirer as a friend or a romantic partner or family member. Just try to view yourself the way that they see you. You may not think that you're that great, but I guarantee that the person that you're pretending to view yourself as definitely does. No one would want to be a friend or a partner to someone that they didn't like. There are qualities about ourselves that we might take for granted or not see as that awesome that others truly value in you and that we should pay more attention to. This also connects back to episode five on how you talk to yourself on my podcast. And when you talk to yourself, imagine it is someone that you care about talking to themselves in the same way. You would never want your best friend or mom to talk down to themselves or to tell themselves that they aren't good enough. See and talk to yourself in a manner that you would want your best friend to see or talk to themselves. Change your self-perception to one of being worthy and capable. Number two, become one of your own diehard fans. Look at yourself from the outside where all of the self-doubts can't crawl all over you and behold what shines through. Now, this thought has some pretty powerful imagery used to push the point home. First and foremost, I don't know about you, but when I think of a diehard fan, I think of some person in a stadium stands with face paint on, covered in team merchandise, and probably a hoarse voice after screaming so loud to cheer their team on. Be that for yourself. There are so many people willing to put others down or naysay an idea or a dream that we might have. Why not be your biggest fan? There is no downside to it, and you can never guarantee someone will have your back, so why not have your own? Believe in yourself, trust yourself, and forgive yourself for the mistakes that you make. A diehard fan might be sad if their favorite team didn't make it to the finals because they lost a game, but they don't stop being a fan because of that. They remember that there's always next season, and hopefully the team will have learned from their mistakes. Cheer for yourself like this. Mistakes happen, and so do big wins. Stand by yourself through your losses and celebrate those wins, big or small. This thought also turns self-doubt into little creepy crawlies with the phrase, self-doubt can't crawl all over you. And this turns self-doubt into spiders or something weird that you don't want on you or around you. By taking a step back and seeing yourself from the outside as a bystander, similar to the first point, you are not allowing your self-doubts or creepy crawlies to overwhelm you. All you can see is who you are based on your actions and how you hold yourself. Number three, you are a badass. You are one when you came screaming into this planet, and you are one now. The universe wouldn't have bothered with you otherwise. You can't screw up so majorly that your badassery disappears. It is who you are. It's who you always will be. It's not up for negotiation. 
I'm going to try to not say this throughout the whole episode, but this might be one of my most favorite quotes from the book because she is so right. I think about this all the time. Do you know the odds of you even existing in the universe? It is estimated that we each have a 1 in 10 to the 2,685,000th percent chance of existing. That's 2,685,000 zeros added onto that 10. That is insane. The fact that all of the stars aligned that you were born in general or even at the specific time period is incredible. So the fact that we are even alive in who we are is insane. And how can you take that for granted? How can you not see yourself as a badass miracle of a human? We all came into this life screaming and demanding attention, saying, hello world, I am here. And some of us have never stopped saying this while others have forgotten our greatness. Try to remind yourself that the universe wouldn't have wasted time on you if you weren't worth it. Number four, you are loved massively, ferociously, unconditionally. The universe is totally freaking out about how awesome you are. It's got you wrapped in a warm gorilla hug of adoration. It wants to give you everything you desire. It wants you to be happy. It wants you to see what it sees in you. Now, this one does make me a bit emotional. I have a not-so-conventional understanding of the universe, and depending on how you view it, this may not exactly resonate with you as much, but I hope you'll give it some thought. The universe loves each and every one of us and wants us to live happy and fulfilling lives. Think about how in awe you feel when you see a sunset or the joy that you might feel when you see a butterfly. This beauty surrounding us is a gift from the universe, and we are unconditionally loved by it. And that is something that we always need to remind ourselves. It is incredible to be loved by something so wonderful and magical and just a phenomenon. The fact that the universe is even here, the fact that we're here at this time and space, the fact that we're even us is insane. So remind yourself that you are loved by the universe. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. And life can be really incredible especially if you remember that you are worthy of being here and you are capable of achieving your every dream. Now, I am realizing that this will need to be a multi-part series. So this is part one of things that I learned from You Are About Us. But I want to add a final thought, not necessarily connected to self-perception, but another impactful thought from the book. Remember to surrender. Your life is your party. You get to choose how you invite people and experiences and things into it. Doubt is resistance. Faith is surrender. Worry is resistance. Joy is surrender. Control is resistance. Allowing is surrender. Ridicule is resistance. Believing is surrender. Going back to the idea of the universe loving you and wanting you to be happy, reminding ourselves this allows us to go through life with less worry. It's having a glass half full mentality that everything works out how it's supposed to be, whether we understand it or not. And this allows us to surrender all of those things holding us back, those mentalities, the worry, the stress, and just surrendering to the universe, knowing that it wants what's best for us. And this doesn't mean not trying and not working hard. You still need to give the world your all. But 
just knowing that things will work out no matter what, even if we don't understand it at the time, really allows you to surrender all of that stress and accept things for how they are. Going back to the topic of radical acceptance, it's the same thing. Surrender yourself and know that it will be okay. Now I will end this week's episode with a quote from Jen Sincero, and she says, Be your best, do your best, demand the best, expect the best receive the best, and put your best out into the world so that everyone can receive your best too. Now with that, I will end this week's episode. If you liked this week's topic, please like and share with any family or friends you would think would like it as well. And I thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week and keep consciously blooming into your best self.